Woodhouse offers confidence as your trusted auto partner. With 18 brands and 16 convenient full-service dealerships, you can easily shop the latest models, discover a pre-owned vehicle that meets your list of must-haves, or conveniently maintain your current vehicle. And our knowledgeable and local team is ready to help, providing you the solutions to get you on the road faster, whether online at woodhouse.com or in person. Experience the difference with Woodhouse, a trusted auto partner since 1975. I know there are a lot of types of podcasts out there, but for me, with my company, Gorilla Podcasting, we decided to really break this and condense it down into two main categories. You got business podcasts and entertainment podcasts. And your show is separated based on the audience you're targeting, the type of content you create, and the goals for your show. So in today's video, I want to break down how you can understand if you are a business podcaster or an entertainment podcaster, and then how you can successfully market your show. What's good people, I'm Coach Chris, host of the Personal Branding Playbook and partner at Castosity. Today I wanna to talk specifically to the entertainment podcasters. In the next episode, I'm gonna to talk to business podcasters. I wanna to talk to entertainment hosts and explain to you where you should be marketing your show and how you can get the most from that social platform. Before I get started, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you are listening to this on the podcast, thank you, I appreciate that. Leave that five-star rating and review on iTunes as well. For entertainment shows, you gotta think about where is your ideal listener at the most you know everybody has their favorite social platform so when you think about your ideal listener then you think okay where are they online the most everybody is on social media and some form of social media at that so when we talk about the topic of an entertainment podcast usually these shows are centered around sports music movies pop culture trending topics even social media a lot of those shows are entertainment podcasts. You may have a business attached to it, but it's probably selling merch or something like that. So you fall into the entertainment podcaster category. If your show is in one of these categories, you should be marketing on Instagram or Twitter. And I'm explaining to you why. So the business shows market on Facebook and LinkedIn because most of the professionals use Facebook and LinkedIn the most. Makes sense, right? Now, when people wanna be entertained, they go to Instagram and scroll their timeline. Even if they don't post, they'll still watch stories and scroll a little bit, maybe even look at IGTV. Or people are on Twitter giving their responses to some trending topic using a bunch of hashtags or whatever. So entertainment shows fit best on Instagram and Twitter. Now I wanna get into how you market on these two platforms as your major platforms. Because I think every podcast should have one platform that they market on the most, which is like home base, I call it. And then a secondary place like, and then a secondary platform, which you consider to be your backup. You don't wanna put all of your eggs in one basket, so you gotta have a second platform somewhere that you use consistently. Another thing I have to mention, entertainment podcasters monetize through exclusive content and community or merchandise sales. The goal here is to build community on whichever platform that you're using. All right, so the first platform I wanna talk about is Instagram, mainly because Instagram limits your reach. This is the first thing you gotta understand about Instagram is it's owned by Facebook. And their whole goal is to get you to pay them to advertise your content or your business, your product, whatever it is. That's why the reach is so low. They make money from making your reach lower because when you get super low and you're frustrated, most people say, all right, well, I gotta run ads. Then they start putting money into ads. So you have to pay to play on Instagram. If you'd like me to do a video series explaining how you use a paid strategy on Instagram specifically to market your podcast, 
Let me know in the comments below. When you're on Instagram, there are types of content that really thrive and do very, very well, specifically for podcasters. I want to be clear about this too. I'm not talking about content just to get a bunch of followers or get a bunch of attention that goes nowhere. I'm talking about the kind of content that's going to make people go and listen to your show, join your mailing list and join your community. That's what I'm focused on. I'm not talking about content that's going to get you thousands of likes in minutes or thousands of followers in minutes. It doesn't really matter. The whole goal when you post content is to get people to listen to your show. Now, if you want the other stuff, that's fine, but you're in the wrong place. I'm talking to podcasters specifically. The first type of content you have to be using is carousel posts. Carousel posts are amazing because it's a great way to promote your episode. You don't have to only use video or something like that. I'll get to that in a second. Carousels are good because you can break down something you might have covered on the episode. One carousel I posted recently on my Instagram at the coach Chris underscore was how you can generate leads from your podcast for business hosts in five steps. And on one of the slides, it has the five steps listed and then it has a quote and stuff on all of that. It's like five photos inside of the carousel. So now when somebody scrolls through that, if they're a business podcaster, my ideal listener, my ideal customer, they're going to go, wow. I need to check this out. And then they go and listen to the full episode. That is the long-term strategy for your show to be successful. You need to have a strategy to get people's attention and make them want to listen to your show, right? I'm not using Instagram carousel posts to explain my entire episode in depth. No, here's bullet point one, two, three, go and check out the full episode. And it works. I have a lot of people that will do that, go and listen to the show. And then they send me a DM like, wow, that last episode was great. I learned this or I learned that. It's a super powerful strategy. And if you don't know how to make carousels, you got to check out my guy, DJ. He made some of my brand templates. I use these and they are a lifesaver. I mean, I can make 15 posts in just a few minutes. It saves me a lot of time. And I get to hold on to my creative energy for other things. I'm sorry, I'm gonna be honest. Instagram isn't my favorite platform, but I put content there to educate other podcasters and help them out. You know, I know it's a platform where I should be at, so I give it some of my energy and time. But the templates are gonna save you a lot of time. Go ahead and cop one of those. I'll put a link in the description below. Secondly, we gotta talk about video. Video content is amazing. But specifically, I like to go with one minute video posts because then you can brand it by putting a title at the top, use your brand colors, you put subtitles at the bottom, and it's only a minute long. You know, you can record literally five one minute videos in one day and then go and edit them. And I'll give you some apps that you can use here as well. One of my favorite platforms is Kapoing. I think that's how you say it. I'll put it up on the screen so I don't look crazy when I'm trying to pronounce it. Um, that's a free tool you can use. If your videos are under a minute, you probably can use this tool for free to add your title at the top. You can add the subtitles at the bottom and brand it with your brand colors. That is a simple, easy way to post a lot of great Instagram content. So let's say you have an interview with a special guest, then you can crop that video to where it fits in a square image, square size. Then you go and you edit, you put your colors at the top and then your title and everything. Something that's catchy is attention grabbing. And then you add your subtitles at the bottom. Something that simple makes your Instagram profile look a lot better because you have a variety of content. If you have carousels and then videos, those work really well. Now, number three is you want to use quotes and quotes are where you can use your personal quotes. You can use quotes from somebody within your industry that works really well. 
I personally say you should use quotes from your episodes because you can always tie it back into something you said on your show. Again, this is for podcasters. If you said something you thought was profound or a guest said something that you thought was just amazing, you put that on a quote card. Again, this is another template I make and you'll see me use it over and over again because that's my style. That's my branding. And let me address this too. When it comes to the uh, templates on Instagram, I hear a lot of people say it is bad. It's not that bad. If people are coming to you to be entertained, then they don't care that you use the same colors. Actually, it's a good thing because your brand begins to stand out to them. When people see the same burgundy and gold from me, they know what it is. I've had people that seen that somewhere else in their walk of life and then they'll see a microphone and think, oh my God, that's Chris Podcast. I swear to God, this has happened to me multiple times. People reach out to me and say, oh, I saw this and I thought of your brand. It works. I promise you. I've been using these same colors for years, so I know what I'm talking about on this. Don't think you got to switch it up or switch up the style. Man, have five or six styles and cycle them through. Keep it simple. Keep it very, very simple. Lastly, I think it's good to use your industry hashtags, but then create your own. Like for me, I use GNS Growth Never Stops. I've been using that for years and I use Gorilla Podcasting. That's my podcasting agency. I think having two or three of your own hashtags adds to your brand value, even if in the beginning nobody else is using it but you. As your brand continues to grow and evolve, other people will start to use that hashtag. So all in all, I do think using Instagram is a great way to market your podcast, especially if you're in entertainment, because you can get a lot more attention on Instagram, super easy. If you can get a lot of that engagement, the comments and all of that stuff, it'll boost your profile a lot. But if you're not paying to play on Instagram, don't spend too much time on there. You know, until you're ready to put $5 behind every post, then don't sweat it. Don't panic if you don't get any likes or any engagement. Just keep doing it. Be consistent. That's going to build your brand equity. Don't complain that it doesn't work or that the algorithm is suppressing you because that's what it's meant to do. That's how they make money. It is what it is. If you want more value for your content, you got to be on Twitter. Let's get over to Twitter and talk about that one. Before we get onto Twitter, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. I appreciate that. I want to keep giving you this kind of content, man. I really appreciate it. Also, if you want to check out my new software tool for podcasters to make money, turn your episodes into dollars, check out the link in the description below. All right, so Twitter is a great platform mainly because it's the wild west of social media. I say that because it's such an open world. You know, you can post something and then somebody you don't know from across the world can reply to it and somebody else from the other side of the world can reply to it. And now it's multiple people in a conversation that have never met or anything like that. It's harder on other platforms because on Instagram, you can have a private profile, which is locked. You can't have a lot of feedback or engagement. Facebook, you got groups, it's really closed. LinkedIn, you have to connect. On Twitter, it's still open. It's like open to everybody. The first thing you have to do is design your profile to attract listeners. That means you need to have a real picture of yourself for your profile. Do not put your podcast logo. Nobody engages with logos unless you're a massive brand, like you're not Google or Nike or Apple. So don't use your show's logo. Use a photo of yourself. That's first. Secondly, in your profile, you got to have a link to your podcast. 
I would suggest using Castosity. We have a show profile page that you can put in your Twitter bio. So then when somebody comes to your profile and they click that link, they are immediately taken to your show's profile. They can listen to your episodes. They can click one button and find your show on any platform. They can see the previous guests you've had on your show. Literally everything for your podcast is on this one page. And that's better than what some people do, putting the Apple link in their bio. That sounds good, but some people don't listen to podcasts on Apple. So when they click that link, if they have an Android, it takes them to nowhere. So you don't want to set yourself up for failure. If you use the Castosity show profile page, then you can attract every possible listener in the world. So my first strategy, this is a strategy. You gotta use your pin tweet correctly. Your pin tweet should always lead to more information. That's the first tweet that people see when they click on your profile. That pin tweet for me right now, it is explaining that I'm covering how to monetize your podcast in 30 days on YouTube. So you click that one tweet and then you'll see the links to all the videos that have been released. But after the series is over, I'll just switch it up to my next thing, which will be season nine of the personal branding playbook, or it could be another product or something else. The pin tweet is a way you promote. Think about it. That's the first thing people see the first. So you got to make sure you make a great first impression with your profile. Now, another strategy you should use, and this is one of the best things I've ever done is use threads on Twitter to explain your episodes. Before you post an episode, you just share a link. It's great. If you, before you post an episode, before you post any link, try writing out three to five tweets explaining what you talked about in that episode. Just summarize it. For example, if I was posting an episode explaining how you get your podcast sponsored, instead of just saying, hey, here's an episode, if you wanna get your podcast sponsored, check it out. I wanna write a few tweets first to get the attention of my ideal listener. I'm gonna talk about how podcasters don't make money yet, or how only the top 5% of shows make money, or about how difficult people think it is to get sponsored. And then I'm gonna link to the episode as they get down the thread. I don't just immediately throw it out there. You gotta warm it up a little bit so that you can attract more people. And again, the same way your pinned tweet is the first thing people see, the pinned tweet of a thread is the first one of a thread, right? So you can have other people that are following you promoting your thread if your first tweet is on point. That first tweet has to be fire. And I like to do this either asking a question or presenting data. Again, for with the same example, one question I could ask that combines a question and data is, did you know that 95% of podcasts never generate over $1,000? That question right there is gonna grab the attention of a lot of podcasters because they know they fit in at 95%. Now I have their attention and I can break down the whole episode in this thread. And then when I get to the end, that's when I plug the episode. And again, you want to use your cast eyes to the show page. So they go to a profile page where they can get links to every platform. You can't mentally guess what they're using to listen to podcasts. So to avoid that, you give them one page to click on and every link is available there. So remember threads are powerful for promoting your episode. And I would even suggest planning it out. It's nothing wrong with writing it out before in your notes or something, or even on a notepad. This is what I'm gonna talk about in the first tweet. Here's the second one, here's the third one, and then the fourth one, boom, here's the link. That simple strategy has gotten me thousands and thousands of downloads. Lastly, you can pay for retweets. You can literally pay people to promote your content. 
I don't think it's a bad idea, especially in the beginning, going to other top tweeters and saying, hey, look, you're in my industry, you're in my market, I need to grow, I'm trying to build this platform, I'm trying to expand. How much do you want to retweet these tweets right here? Or how much do you want to retweet this on this day? I've paid people 20, 25 bucks to promote before. Nothing wrong with that. I've also been paid to retweet and post content. So for example, if you wrote out your entire thread explaining your episode, it would be a great idea to have somebody retweet that main tweet. The first one at the top, have them retweet that. So Twitter is a great platform because it's such an open world and engagement is super high. If you can write good copy, if you can articulate yourself and explain things thoroughly through writing, Twitter is going to be great for you. And I think most people have this skill. They just don't have a good reason to bring it out. Right. So if you can do this, I promise you, your podcast is going to do very well on Twitter and you'll be safe for the most part. And one last tip for Twitter, stay away from politics. If you're not a politician, stay away from it. It's not worth the headache. It always brings negativity and drama. Just stay away as much as you can. All right. Quick recap. Entertainment podcasters, you're going to make money through building your own community, selling exclusive content and probably merchandise. So you need to get engagement. You need to use Instagram and Twitter and use great content on these platforms to get your audience engaged with you and make them a part of your community. If you can do this, your podcast will be very, very successful. Make sure you check out Castosity. It is linked in the description below. This is the tool to help you podcasters make more money. Turn your episodes into dollars now. Please make sure you subscribe to the Personal Branding Playbook. It's available on all podcast platforms. I will see you next time. Until then, I'm Coach Chris. Your greatness awaits. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.